some uh updates on the power rangers universe previously we've done a few things involving power rangers and one of my bigger issues was where the fuck did zordon come from i still don't know but (laughs) due to a recently released power rangers podcast based on the source material of the first season i now know that he was a science slave for fucking Zed? And that he just found the coins. Like, all of that shit from the movie's bullshit. He just found the coins and ran off. <laughs> like, he found them, and he was like, these are cool coins, and he left and buried himself on Earth. Dang. So, Ooze just happens to be there. Huh. Just coincidence? Yes. But they are within this galaxy as, like, an entity. Okay. But Zed has, like, a whole fucking empire, and Rita's just one loser that lost the coins. So, Zed basically is like the guy in command, and Zordon's just some nerd that Zed was like, hey, now you know. Well, no, Zed is the empire of, or the emperor of the empire that conquered Zed's planet. And then they found some coins, and they were like, hey, you're a science nerd. Come over here and science coin these. And he was like, very powerful, and ran off. (laughs) And because it was on Rita Repulsor's fucking watch, she got sent off. Apparently to nowhere, which is conveniently exactly where the coins were for the (laughs) point of the story. But yeah, so... Nice. Turns out Earth is the center of the universe, uh, according to the Power Rangers uh, realm or whatever. I mean, that guy is made entirely of brains, so I'll probably trust him. He's only like one quarter. (laughs) That's true. Just his head is like... Yeah, but I don't know if that's just a... like robot suit because they're pretty loose with the term robot in that show yeah also the description that they give for what's his name uh i I always call him ike for some reason but the robot that helps them with zed his name is something five i forget yeah but (laughs) the way they describe him is just like straight humanoid with like a saucer as a head i'm like that is not what i (laughs) that's not what that tv show had because yeah. it just says straight humanoid body. So that means he has fingers and shit, and he's like a normal-sized person. I mean, I guess he was humanoid-ish, but he's very boxy, and like yeah. blocky. <laughs> yeah, and only has, like, he's got the Tesla coil head. Yeah, That yeah. is not a saucer. I can see how you would say that a saucer-shaped, but that is definitely a Tesla coil with an oval glass dome on it. But I have an amazing opportunity for you, Adam. An opportunity? Yes. Is it too good to pass up? I mean, no, you'll probably pass <laughs> it up. But it All is right, an well, opportunity. So I'm, I'm going to live in your yard <laughs> and not cut my hair or my toes, nails, or my fingernails, or uh, shower. And you are going to provide me with like a Bible and some spectacles. <laughs> okay. And uh, any passerbys that want 
to come and learn some wisdom, um, I'll, I'll, I'll spread that wisdom to you. Because I have just found out, Adam, that there is an option in life that was kept from us, and that is the ornamental hermit. <laughs> ornamental hermit? Yes. Are these like... So I just saw a story about a guy. Sounds kind of similar to what you're saying, who just decided one day to raise his fist in the air as a tribute to, I, I believe, God. <laughs> um, this is nothing like that. This has absolutely no resemblance to that other than there's a guy involved. Well, he, I think he's had his hand in the air now for like 30 years or something. Still has nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just jack shit other well, than there's a, there's a guy involved several tell me, times tell me more about the ornamental hermit um, so it's a, so what <laughs> so or the, it's a, what's a hermit and what does the word ornamental mean it means that these motherfuckers yeah we're getting hermits for visual aesthetics well yeah that's why i'm confused because it almost seems like an oxymoron right? it, it like is a, an oxymoron because you okay. have to build a hermitage so somewhere this is i should start a very british thing that okay. happened and in order to uh, set the landscape in like the 1600s, Rome had a fucking emperor. This is one of the origins. There's a couple of disputed ones, but this is the official like followed. Okay, 1600s um, Rome. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Roman Empire. Uh, what's the fuck? Uh, Hadrian. Okay, I've heard of this guy. Before. Yeah, yeah. So in his like little palacy area, he had. Yeah. Or, I guess he had a villa. That in that villa had a pond, and in that pond there was an island where he used to go to a tiny house and just like escape from the jet set lifestyle that is being the emperor of Rome. Hmm, and beautiful. like because that was there, then several hundred years later, uh, Pope. Let's see, what's his name? Pope something the fourth. I don't know the popes, so how could you not know the popes? Pretty easily, it wasn't <laughs> even hard. I didn't even try, and I don't know him. But oh yeah, Pope Pius. Okay, I feel like I've heard of this guy too. So Pope this Pius must have been a big uh, Roman Catholic period. Well, a lot of famous. You mean like most of the history that they <laughs> teach us? Um, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so he went and found this weird little tiny escape on island, and he was like, dude, let's build one in the Vatican. So in the Vatican, I haven't looked up to see if it's still there. There's a pond with an island in it with a tiny escape home in it for the Pope to also go escape the jet set lifestyles of being the Roman Emperor. What? Because I, well, I guess he would have been <laughs> escaping being the Pope. He's copying somebody else's idea, so I assume he's in there pretending he's the Roman Emperor, but no one can, like, see in there. Yeah. So because of that, it kind of, like, normalized building tiny homes on stuff as, like, actual landscape. Like, so having non-functional buildings and shit just kind of became, like, a thing. Non-functional? Yeah. Uh, is... Well, so there's, so you're not going to go live in That oh, house okay. is just there. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, yes, it's his little hidey hole, but, like, it's a clubhouse, and that, like, wasn't a fucking thing. So, not, like, a day-to-day. -day. So, like, you could go in there and use the facilities, but it's not, no one's living there's there. There's no facilities. It's just, it's a, a, just a building. That they yeah. literally would decorate. Okay. Yeah, there's no, like, toilets or anything, because it's just supposed to be something you look at. But, fast forward another couple hundred years, and we get this fucking badass name. Um... <laughs> uh, there is a famous landscaper, or I guess landscape architect, 
probably get mad if I called him a landscaper. Named Launcelot Capability Brown. <laughs> I love it. Capability is my middle name. Yes, this also <laughs> sounds like a fucking Reddit name. Yeah. Capability Brown 224. But he had like <laughs> roughly 200 parks that he had designs that were at the time, like the way that they designed parks was they had like nice ecologically balanced gardens that had like either rare plants or plants from the area, but everything was like kept and in like immaculate condition. And his ass was like, nah, this looks dumb. <laughs> I want everything to look like a painting. So he like pushed really, really hard during his little park building movement to rip up all of the like nicely curated like crazy things and replace them with fake overgrown because they would go and implant all of the overgrown moss and everything um, like pictures of castle stuff. So they just have like demolished fucking landscape and whatever. <laughs> And one of the things that he really liked doing was building these little, like, hobbit holes over in areas, because they'd be, like, blank areas that he needs a spot for, I guess. Yeah. And those, because they were in major parks, became normal in people's estates. Hmm. Because you can't build a giant fake castle on your estate, but you can build a nice little hobbit hole. Yeah. Like, so they, that became, like, a normal aesthetic, and it was pointed out at this time from where I got most of this information that at that point in time, staring at stuff was literally a spectator sport. <laughs> like, literally. Like, they watched one of the, there's some guy walked uh, 18, or 800 miles in 800 hours. That was, like, literally drew thousands of people. Just to watch to, him walk. To just watch him walk, and there's nothing special going on. He's literally just pacing back and forth one mile. Oh, he didn't even walk. Correct. Like. <laughs> he didn't go anywhere. He's like, watch me walk from this side of the room to that side of the room. Yes. Thousands of times. Yes. <laughs> so, like, that was an actual thing, which makes me think I am in the wrong century because I love walking. Yeah. But, so it became normal to have these little hidey holes and, like, cool little hobbit shit on your house. But eventually people started to show off their wealth hiring random people to dress like druids, <laughs> grow their fucking hair out, like not clip their fingernails, like and just be kind of a dirty druid. Also keep in mind at this point in time, druids are ancient and they don't know what druids look like. Yeah. So, so. it's just kind of, they're like, put on this fucking robe and go be dirty in this hole. And like, it was real hard to find people that would do this for free. So it became like a very fancy thing to do and like so here is one of the most or best paid gigs because they would literally be like you can't leave the house yeah you can't talk to servants you have to be a dirty person every single contract in here comes with a bible and spectacles which is very strange because they don't all come with a lamp but one dude was offering 700 pounds for a seven-year contract. This is another thing that I think if I went back and looked up would be very normal for a contract to be seven years, but okay, it, seven all years. of these are seven-year contracts. Yeah. Like, everybody wanted one. But so that's 1.2 million pounds today, which works out to 1000 400 pounds a year. Yeah, that's which pretty legit. Is almost two thousand two hundred thousand US. Yeah. Um but in that one, like the guy he fucking hired was I think it took like three weeks and they found him in a pub 
and that was he wasn't he was one of the few people like i don't think was allowed to talk to like even the servants wait so this was like the first ornamental hermit no this is just one of the most well-paid ones okay because there is also like instances of people going out to be hermits which definitely would have been what i did <laughs> i for sure would have done that but a lot of people would get a good, like, there is a famous story that I didn't pay a lot of attention to because it was towards the end of me having time. But, like, some dude was a hermit for several years and, like, a beloved ornamental hermit because a lot of the conditions were, like, you have to talk to strangers when they come up to you to, like, impart wisdom. Okay. Like, legitimately, they just thought that living in a house imparted wisdom. Like, <laughs> just thinking solitude and a Bible and you're, like, the smartest guy in the world. Yeah. So there was one dude that did it for like years and years and years and finally just died. And hmm. they couldn't find a proper replacement for him. So they rigged up uh, what the guy referred to as an automaton, but that's not, he was talking about a puppet because it was controlled by people. And that's not yeah. what an automaton is. Yeah, he used the word automaton like 40 times in the thing. And I was like, you have not. Yeah, what year is that? Is that still like the 1600s? No, that would have been 1800. Okay. So there were automatons, but an automaton has one very specific automa part to it. (laughs) Yeah. Which means that you just load it up with whatever energy source and it runs whatever thing you have it set up to do. Yeah. If somebody's pulling on the arms, that shit's just a puppet. (laughs) But so they literally replaced this guy with a puppet and there's like somebody's Yelp review of it from back in the day that was like, oh, <laughs> it's flat and blah, blah, blah movement. And you're like, oh, way to rag on everyone's favorite dead hermit. <laughs> but it basically, it just turned into something that it wasn't really worth it to work in those situations because you don't get to spend your money. And most of those people kind of just went mad and quit. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. It's like, you mentioned that they got paid. But they're also not allowed to talk to people and not really allowed to leave. Remember that one time where I went and worked in the woods, Adam? (laughs) That's what that was. Well, I'm just wondering, like, how do they eat? Like, are they like... Oh, no, all of these get food. Like, every single one of these, one of the things you get food is. So, basically, where's the the standard uh, terms and conditions? (laughs) So, like, their standard setup was, like, spectacles bible like not all of them got a lantern every single one of them got food some of them got ale most of them just got water um it was rare to have like an actual bathroom but there was usually like a pot to piss in or whatever there was one guy that was paying fucking 50 pounds a year which was almost jack shit compared to the several hundred pounds a year the other guy's paying yeah but the hobbit hole that they had like went down a little bit further and had like a piano in it and a full bathroom <laughs> and what? they got like high end meals from the guy who actually lived in the estate. Yeah. So like that setup was great, but he didn't get paid anything. Yeah, but he just balled out every day. So he didn't really need pocket change. Well, you can't <laughs> ball out without pocket change, Dad. <laughs> In order to ball out, you have to be able to go to random and exotic places, not my hole. Well, I guess it depends on what you mean by ball out. No, that is what you have to be extravagant and stuff, and he's a hermit. Like, the entire point is... But if he had a nice place, right? Like, if you own a mansion, but you can't travel, are you balling out? No, and I know he didn't own the mansion, but it's like, he's hanging out with a piano, 
He's doing his the thing. The room is still about the size of this room. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and it is not as nice as this room where it's insulated. It's made of rocks and dirt. Yeah. But so is like the nice house. Yeah. So what kind of, are there any like uh, famous slogans or ornamental hermit sayings that lived no, up? They kept, they, they, they seems that are you like two of, birds, one stone? No, that it was seems the that famous. Absolutely no wisdom <laughs> came out of this. There's no one that wrote like this whole era of history has only arisen. Remember that one time when we kind of had useless slaves? Like that's what this boils down to is like indentured servitude to do nothing. Yeah. And I personally would do it. And as a side note, this has nothing to do with garden gnome. They <laughs> actually existed the whole time. That was my next thought. I'm they like, were evolved. Okay. They, they, it's a parallel evolution. That's what it was. Really? They, they actually, like the first version of a garden gnome is actually a little person or whatever from somewhere in Europe. <laughs> and they I just imagine them competing against each other. Well, they're no, like, they, damn it, those fucking red hats are cute. They didn't really run into <laughs> each other. And that's like a super, super new version of the garden gnome. Oh yeah, it didn't yeah. have that in the Yeah, it like I said, it was originally a depiction of a little person. Like it was a yeah. guy. But it's been through like sixty forms and then got brought over to America and we have the weird Swedish American like that's the red hat gnome. Yeah. We should bring it back. If it came back in the modern day, what what do you think it would look like? These guys look like druids. Well, I would imagine that the only people who would do that would be weirdos who wanted to reenact <laughs> it all the way. So I would assume that they would be like, go put on a robe, sir, and hang out in my yard. Like, they'd all be SCA people. Just yeah. like rich SCA people with like a fucking fake castle in the backyard. <laughs> that was... SCA is like the uh, the knights in armor kind of people, right? Yeah, it's the reenact. I can yeah. never remember. It's that's what I was imagining too. Just like a guy in a suit of armor in the front yard, and the neighbors are like, "Hey!" Uh... But that wouldn't be an ornamental <laughs> hermit. That would be an ornamental knight. Yeah, you're right. So, like, I guess a hermit nowadays just wears like a fucking ripped up, fucked up, like band T-shirt of some kind that was donated <laughs> to the city. And then, like, has shorts that are torn up to the point where you can see how fucked up their underwear on, and either 50 pairs of socks or no pairs of socks. Are we about to bring up the Grateful Dead for, like, the fifth podcast? No. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. The we Grateful Dead were a bunch of people who uh, liked to be homeless versus homeless people who don't like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, they all kind of look the same. Yeah. I mean, other than the <laughs> cleanliness and the lack of meth addiction, which it is funny when you find a deadhead that's like actually addicted to super hard drugs, and you're like, "Where'd you fucking? But who's giving you heroin, buddy? <laughs> I thought you guys all looked out for each other, and this was a nice, peaceful, loving community." Yeah. Well, even Jerry did heroin. Yeah, because they're all idiots. <laughs> Days, some people could be looking for a man. A man who can get things done. That man is you. Imbibe and I'm a man yeast byproduct liquid. <laughs> and never have a question again. Unicorp, the only choice for your future. Anyway, I have this other thing if you want. So, yeah. yeah, it's really, really, really short, but it's, it. it's something we talked about earlier. So I went on Amazon Prime a while ago and just typed in the word "sexy" nice. on Prime Video, 
And these are the results. Getting naked. Terminal exposure. <laughs> Lex, which is actually a pretty funny sci-fi um, movie or TV show. Um, Clueless. Revenge of a middle-aged woman. Ooh. Mm. Habit, as in a nun. Baywatch season eight. Only season eight. Yeah, the other ones weren't Not very sexy. sexy. ACDC back in black. Okay, sexy, yeah. Uh, eat yourself sexy. Hmm. Sexy Rangers. Yo-Yo Sexy Girl Cop. Okay. Stevie Ray Vaughan Lone Star. <laughs> sexy Battle Girls. Sexy Wife Syndrome. And Sexy SWAT Team. <laughs> and that has been what happened when Keelan typed sexy into Amazon Prime Video. You think that's someone's job? He's like, yeah, I'm the genre guy. And they're like, all right, well. They, in fact, know. did not have a sexy genre. <laughs> there were no sexy tags. So all of this was like pulled out of the descriptions with that cert. Oh, man. I'm just imagining some guy that's like really into nuns' outfits. and. Well, like... see, I didn't even check and see if I have my like adult filters like i don't know if that's a thing <laughs> on amazon or if everything's the same level of like here's rated r and that's it yeah because i know they have hentai that is just straight they've taken all of the sex parts out hmm. which is an, a very interesting thing to see people complain about because all of the people who complain about the hentai that they've taken all of the hentai out of are the same people who told you that the reason they had hentai in high school was for the storyline <laughs> so like they got what they want they got a safe for work version of their blessed storyline and they're all just like D it's not the same without the anal it's <laughs> it's not you cannot tell this story of a girl becoming you know a self-sufficient assassin unless she's fucking blowing dudes man <laughs> yeah I, I read it for the articles I feel like that's the same thing. That yes, that is that is. I, I watch it for the story. <laughs> it's. I mean, Playboy did for a while actually have good articles, but again, yeah. Playboy does have a safer work. Like you can just go look up just the articles. Yeah, well, they don't even have nudity anymore. I. I don't think. If I buy a magazine, I have to cut off my hands. <laughs> like I get them by accident sometimes, and I feel bad. I don't. I can't think of a bigger waste. Than mm. producing photo fucking quality magazines by the thousands to masturbate to. <laughs> yeah. Let alone the dumb maker things that I get because I bought one maker product online. Mm. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think, I think Playboy doesn't actually make a physical magazine anymore. It's just online. That wouldn't surprise me. And I think they stopped nudity in like 2020 or something. That's insane. Well, I guess they could just survive as a fucking bad clothing company. Yeah, I think that is kind of like their business pivot move. Is like, just make merchandise. Yeah, I will sell themselves to fucking Victoria's Secrets. Yeah, R.I.P. Hugh. What? <laughs> I don't even know. If it... <laughs> What's the word on him? Is he like a good guy or a bad guy now? I feel like when he died, everyone was like, this guy was cool. He yeah, of course everybody's going to say this. Here's the thing, Adam. <laughs> It's the porn industry, which is an industry that is the way it is primarily because we've made a lot of things illegal. So a bunch of criminal types like to be in the porn industry. So generally speaking, anything on the porn industry side, even though I don't see like porn as a bad thing, is usually 
someone that's real in control and been in it for years and years and years, probably a fucking creep. Like there's yeah, like we don't have altruistic porn going on, and we yell at everybody who's a porn like person. So yeah, they shot like, Larry Flint. Yeah, I always get confused about because isn't there another famous Flint? Uh, well, he was Flint. Uh, there's, I mean, I know of a few Flints. This is the same thing as the modest yacht thing, <laughs> where like just randomly, I'm like, oh, isn't that blah blah blah? And they're like, no, Keelan, you're incredibly fucked up and not allowed in the conversation anymore. When all politics and entertainment and everything just gets confused. Well, it's just that I'm bad with names. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all it is. <laughs> I have been calling... What's the fuck's her name? Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah? Yeah. Her name is Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, you call her... I've been calling her Ellen DeGeneres. Every once in a while, somebody will be like, it's DeGeneres. And I'm like, cool. Like, thank you for telling me that but that's not gonna stick like every one of you guys are going to have to fucking tell me this every single time for a year before i change something i learned in third grade yeah i wonder what percentage of people do call her degenerate i would guess 17 yeah i mean well i tell you about fucking matt one time saw my name spelled for the first time ever after we had known each other for a while and he just looks at me and goes keelan man uh consider myself a good friend and I had no fucking idea there wasn't a D in your name. <laughs> it's just like, no, there's not, but I can see it. I do make Keyland jokes constantly. <laughs> it's fine. I don't care if you know how to spell my name unless you're making out a check. So, yeah, it's funny. You know, we have some like some mutual friends. I've introduced you to some people back and forth, you know, whatever. But it's so funny when they mention you to me, and especially if it's by text. Because it's, it's like, like you just get to see any. what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. I had a boss once that uh, told me to do something while I was blackout drunk off of the clock, and I hurt myself. So I went to the emergency room, and he was like, "Well, that was fucked up." So he left me some fucking money in like an envelope with my name on it. And I'd worked for this guy for several years, and it just said Keelan, like K E Y. Yeah. Like like the word key, and I got to work, and I was like, "Hey, who the fuck wrote this?" <laughs> like the guy who signed your checks, and I was just like, "Oh man, thank <laughs> God for the fucking uh, accountant." Yeah. It's just like an illustration of a key and a little island. That's how I spell shit <laughs> to people. It's so this is how I actually explain my names to people when I say Key Lynn, like keys and linen closets. And oh, usually man, that people would confuse can, me more. I'd look, be like Keelan in. <laughs> that's fine. That works fine. Cause you're forgetting Adam. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like so long as it gets my attention, you're the one who cares if you get my name right. <gasps> works real well to get my attention. You just make a louder than normal noise and I look over. We don't need to have a fucking special call sign for me. Yeah. It's true. Like I don't that's I had to stop correcting people on my name because it was taking like months out of my whole life. <laughs> it's not okay. There's like a percentage of time I can count that is over hours in me just being like, no, it's Ke- Ke- not Keegan, not, not Kaylin. Because honestly, you can call me those things. I don't care. If you could change your name, well, I guess you can change your name. Would you do it? I went and by Steven what? for like two years. Do you prefer Steven? 
I prefer whatever. The, I just <laughs> I prefer whatever has me not correct people on my name, which is what I was trying with Steven. But everybody I knew would just fucking be like, "No, it's killing," and it would make it longer. So yeah. now I just don't correct people. Like you get one shot, and like mm-hmm. if I'm at work, we'll do the back and forth thing because that's what you're supposed to do professionally. If I meet you at a party and you start doing the key, I'm just I just say yes, <laughs> and you will call me the wrong thing forever, and I will not care. Nice. I think my name fits me. You got lucky with your last name. Yeah? Yeah. It's got, like, good flow to it. Yeah, my full name has a decent flow, too. Sometimes it... I have thought before it'd be cool if my middle name was my first name. My middle name's... So then I could just be... Yeah, That would have started in third grade, (laughs) and you would have never gotten rid of it. But you can just go by your middle name. Every time people that don't know me real well, that like you know how sometimes I look cool, like what do you mean? I mean like grungier cool than (laughs) like there's lots of different looks of Keelan, but there's a specific like grungy fucking looks like he got beat up but is enjoying it. Okay, like kind of look. Sometimes when people find out my middle name and I look like that, they think I should go by my middle name, and I'm like, yeah. But this is only me like 2% of the time. <laughs> like, I only look like this in the morning after terrible party. The rest of the time, I'm definitely a fucking Keelan. Like, there's not... Can we say your middle name? No, we can't, because I use it to <laughs> okay. gamble. All right, sick. Yeah. Like, lots of people know it. I'm not really against people knowing it. Yeah. But there is a gambling aspect of it that if I say on the internet will go away, and it wins me dollars sometimes, so... Oh, you're saying like with other people, like yeah, it's a Rumpelstiltskin dig. Yeah, yeah, I like to do that to people too. Well, because I can give like a really, really big hint, and people still can't guess it. Like I can give people enough information that they're like, "I got this shit," so it'll pull people in. <laughs> Mine's kind of like that too. The clue yeah, I that, wouldn't, I wouldn't guess your middle name. Yeah, the clue that I always give to throw people off. I'm like, oh, it was a president. It's like the same name as a president because no one knows that we had a president named. Mc- I think only... I barely do. I was going to say, I think we... As a, <laughs> I'm doubting it right now, yeah. and I know for a fact that it's Well, I'm true. just thinking, <laughs> as a collective in America, if we get any like random group of 100 people collectively, we only know 20 of the presidents, probably. Yeah. How many do you think you could name? I think well, I could fucking name... Fucking 11 max? With fucking help? Really? Yeah, because I don't give no. a fuck. You could name more than 11. Probably not. Like, right, I don't know why do everybody right always now. has this weird undue <laughs> confidence in me. They're always wrong. I know my limits. All right. Go. Uh, Jefferson. Okay. Thomas? So Thomas Jefferson. Well, that's one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Uh-oh. Welcome to how I have to process information, <laughs> okay. especially I when you put were... on a... I thought you were going to number two. Yeah, no. So Lincoln. Okay. So I guess we'll just get all of the current ones out. So Obama, Bush, uh, Clinton, Reagan. I'm writing them down so you don't repeat them. Reagan. Okay. Did I already do Roosevelt? Uh, No. And which one? Both. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Am I at 11? Uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, FDR. That's a, just well. That's no, a Roosevelt. Other Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what about the? Uh, yeah. So Lincoln. <laughs> the other one. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Washington. No, he he didn't get blasted. 
but you didn't name yeah, Washington, no, so that's... Yeah, Yeah. There you go. We're up to nine. Uh, <laughs> did I say Johnson? You didn't. That's ten. You just need one more president. You, there's one modern one. I'm sure that we had... What's the one with the cheese? The one with the cheese? Oh, Jackson. There we go. Yeah. There you go, 11. And that took what? And, and you, you didn't even name Trump or Biden. Do you, okay, and do you know how many <laughs> you said I could do easy? I mean, that was fairly easy. 22 is how many you said I could do easy, <laughs> and I started running out of steam halfway through that list. I had like yeah. one rapid fire of presidents that have happened in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, Obama, Because I Bush don't Clinton. actually care about the president. I care about the things that they did, and it doesn't, like, after you're dead, the man that you were, it's a bunch of paper if you're in politics. And if that paper equates to a bunch of shit I don't like, I just don't like paper. <laughs> a lot of hard work goes into preparing for the revolution, finding the food, making escape plans. But remember, before you go bury your guns, use Tito's Gun Sharpening Polish and keep your gun shot for when revolution strikes. This message was brought to you by the Revolution LLC. I bet you there was some fucking crazy dude that heard about Komodo dragons, like, mouth poison, and was just, like, trying to assassinate people with Komodo dragon teeth. <laughs> he had, like, a blow dart with a Komodo well, no, you dragon just load teeth. that shit into a fucking cartridge. <laughs> Komodo dragon teeth are, like, the size of a twenty-two. Yeah. Just fucking load those. Again, I don't know what kind of cartridges they were loading back then. I feel like my childhood set me up to think that blow darts were way more common than they were. Okay, but so here's the thing, Adam. <laughs> Blow darts were real fucking common in my life. Really? Yeah. Think about my dad. Yeah, I mean, think I about see something it. that is just fun to buy. Five hundred of. <laughs> put it in a jar. No, so I had blowguns growing up quite a bit because my dad refused to do normal stuff. And then during one of the most interesting nights of my life, I actually got shot through the pinky with a blowgun while it was in my pocket. And I freaked out because I didn't know what was going on because who the fuck sees that coming? And uh, pulled my hand out of my pocket and it like ripped my pocket and it was all fucked up. And it was, it was a very weird night. Basically, some guy <laughs> that I was with was like, oh my God, that's crazy. I have a fucking tattoo website. Let me take a picture of that. I'm going to put it in the piercing section. And he Dang. like made me do like the devil's horns thing. And I saw the picture. I've never seen it on the internet, but I'm real pale. And I'm like 15, <laughs> surrounded by like 30-year-old tweakers. So I nice. don't think he put that shit on the internet. <laughs> Very cool. No, it was real scary, actually. Were you losing a lot of blood? Or no, I lost the tweakers? no blood. Uh, that, so that situation was because I like walked out of a party that I didn't know how to get home from in the first place. Hmm. And some people from that party were going somewhere else. And I was like, I guess I just have to wait this out till morning. And it happened to be a fucking tweaker house. And I walked into a very, very scary situation that ended with a guy duct taped up in a closet having the word bitch screamed at him while I left. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, that's, you asked. <laughs> yeah, I did. I just didn't uh, think there'd be a guy in a closet getting yelled at. 
I mean, I think that's the only time I have a public like could be that's the guy who shot me with a blowgun. That's why oh, he was it wasn't just up. in your pocket. No, 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 no. Some dude was sitting on a couch and shot me with a blow dart, and it went straight through your pinky. It, well, it got through my bone. It went next to my bone and through my pinky, and yeah. it was in my pocket, so it was piercing my pocket. Oh, he so, shot you when your hand was in your pocket. Yeah. So I like now ripped it, it out, sense. and it made it incredibly fucking painful. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. Remember, ask where your children are. <laughs> uh, I'm just hanging out at uh, some uh, tweaker tattoo place with the blowgun. That was the night I got kidnapped, Adam. <laughs> Maybe that's a story for another time. It's just a very long story. <laughs> um, so you had some shit to talk about cars because they're awful. And no one likes them and no one's ever liked them. And uh, girls say they're ugly. All girls? Yes. <laughs> Sweeping generalizations. Correct. Hey, are you taking an advertising class? That's an <laughs> advertising term. <laughs> um, I've been thinking about cars uh, and just how we keep doing the same thing. And I don't know why. I know exactly why. <laughs> There's a bunch of lawsuits about it right now. It's because we literally close out competition. Have you seen like what of the... Is it the Vitruvian car? I know it's got a weird name, but it's two wheels in the front, one wheel in the back, and it's designed so once it gets enough speed, the back wheel actually lifts up to reduce friction so that it doesn't use as much fuel. No, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's a thing that was invented, I think, in the 30s? Yeah, there was like... It might have been way earlier than that, but it was 100% just like, they were like, oh yeah, you want to make that? Too bad, we bought all your shit. Yeah. I feel like from like the 40s to the 60s, 70s, there was a lot of weird innovation in cars and people trying to do different stuff. Yes, and it all got blocked out the same way. So like all business back then was the Edison-Tesla argument. Like that is, yeah, that's like what happened to all of the free market shit in that area was that was the beginning of us figuring out independently how to defeat the free market by talking shit. Yeah, I know Ford, um, like he started producing cars in the late 1800s. And then the Model T came out like in the early 1900s. But he actually was fighting against a patent that was filed in like the 1860s. Because one guy had like pretty much the Oh, so he was fighting to use somebody else's patent-ish idea or like whatever. But yeah, the patent had excluded essentially anyone else from making a car. But then Ford was like, hey, you but we want to make cars. Because, yeah, so <laughs> I'm guessing that's around the time they were doing all the monopolization fucking reform. Yeah, and I think Ford kind of tried to do it himself, which is funny that no, that's he was what so against all it. all of them do. Yeah. No one wants to be, like, everyone complains about the king that's in the castle. Once you're in the castle, it's great. There's caviar coming out of things, titties. Uh, <laughs> just that, that vision is disgusting to me and made me almost vomit. Speaking of some of the weird concept cars, in 1942, there was a car, I'm so bad with French words, uh, I think it's the Loaf, Loaf Electrique. Loaf Electrique? I don't, I'm bad with French too, I just say it excitedly, so that they at least are <laughs> like, well, he's having fun. Yeah, he's trying. He, he's got some emphasis in there. Um, it was an electric car. It basically... Uh, outperformed everything we have now and was made of wood (laughs) well it was like made of a bunch of different metals i think mostly aluminum um 
the the name itself means the electric egg and this car basically looks, well, looks like, like an, an electric egg, egg yeah. car <laughs> that's the one i was talking to talking about before is it just looks like a teardrop yeah that's kind of what this one looks like a little more eggy i guess egg teardrop kind of same shape uh this one was made by an industrial designer paul arzens uh he only made one of them it was three-wheeled it had an electric motor and a battery pack uh one charge would basically get you 63 miles in distance and had a top speed of 44 miles per hour that's better than e-bikes four years ago (laughs) yeah and the whole thing less than a thousand pounds it was 771 pounds i mean that's real heavy for tipping i'm assuming that thing had like no safety uh no, I mean it's it's made of aluminum and plexiglass, and it's like basically a human-sized egg. So no, I I think it yeah had zero safety. I mean you can make that safe like so when it comes to like egg-shaped stuff, it would all be a harness inside and then airbags. So if they don't have that technology, <laughs> probably a real scary thing to get in. Yeah, but aluminum is decently strong if you're doing it right. Yeah. So I like aluminum can aluminum is very different than automotive aluminum. Yeah, I think it would just matter what you're getting hit by. And at the other time, other cars being well, so yeah. heavy. All of the <laughs> other cars that existed were just fucking straight cast iron and steel. Yeah. <laughs> Turn you into an omelet. Scrambled egg? Yeah, I was going to say, that's real. You got to add stuff to an omelet. <laughs> Adam, get your fucking egg analogies right. Yeah, they throw a little cheese on you and then they melt you real slow. <laughs> Talk about another weird car. Um, you may have seen or heard about the Amphicar. I don't know the names of cars that we have. Uh, like the, I know the name of the Tesla, and I know like what uh, fucking what are they called? Uh, Outback. I know what an Outback is. I, know I don't what even know what an X- Outback is. Is that a Subaru? Yeah, there we go. Subaru okay. Outback, and I know what a Jeep is. Okay, and like a Hummer. And we're we're pretty close to the end of what I know. That's not <laughs> a really like rare car that no one knows about or drives. Yeah, yeah. You have car blindness. Yeah, it's because they're dumb. <laughs> like the entire industry's dumb. I think it's bad for everybody all the way around. And uh, the fact that we refuse to make cars in different shapes seems pretty fucking dumb. It is interesting too that if someone comes up with a modestly novel shape. Everyone's like, whoa, that thing's wild. They get worse looking. Yeah. Like, the innovations that they're making are not cool innovations. Yeah, like the Nissan Cube. Yeah, it's not like they're making innovations that are, like, straight up for aerodynamic fucking shit. It's like, no, this is just so we can make this look different. Cool. Make it look cooler. Throw some Giger on there. Like, (laughs) get some alien scorpion tails. Or even just, you know, make them modular. So that you can have smaller vehicles that clip together. That way everybody can go home whenever the fuck they want. Cars are dumb. They're stupid. And a little known fact about me, I don't think we should be allowed to run society at faster than 35 miles an hour. Like, that's just kind of a... Cars ruin that. I'm with you on that. There's not a need to do many things at high speed. But the Ampha car uh, was an amphibious car. Hence, Ampha car uh <laughs> so i have almost certainly seen this because i look up uh all-terrain vehicles like actual all-terrain vehicles yes yeah. uh quite often because i like the little floaty the the original hover car 
Okay. I don't know if I've seen that. You one hundred percent. The original hover car is that fucking thing with the big black donut around it. So it looks exactly like a fan boat. It just has a big rubber like skirt. Right. And they fill that with hair. That's it. That's Okay. And it gets pushed around by a big fan boat fan. Oh, is it more of a recent thing? No, it's so Vietnam. Oh, okay. Was about when we started being confident in using shit like that because it's mm. the skirt that the rubber skirt that's around it's literally just inner tube material, yeah, like a bumper butt. <laughs> yeah. So some of the coolest footage of it is watching it run over shit because you think it's just gonna fucking like shred it or something exciting is going to happen and it just kind of like flops over it. Because it's just air inside. There's no like machinery in there to fuck up. Yeah. So it looks like it eats it. Huh. I think I've seen it. That's. It's been in dozens and dozens of commercials. Like it's been in like Carl's Jr. for some reason likes using it a lot. I don't know. Sometimes it's like there's so many movies and shows and then also documentaries that I've seen. They all kind of mix. And I'm like, "Ah, I think I've seen a hover car. (laughs) Well, the Amphicar was produced. Uh, in Germany from 61 to 67. And uh, it's basically just like it sounds. It's amphibious. It has basically boat parts that are built into it. It has a pair of propellers and the front tires acted as rudders. So they were like a little bit specialized so that you could steer and glide through the water with the car. You could get up to a cruising speed of seven knots. Which I have no idea what a knot is. (laughs) We've discussed this on the podcast before. Neither of us know what a knot is, but we know that they're not real easy to calculate in miles. It sounds impressive, though, when you're like, oh, man, there's a lot of knots. No, because I think like 25 knots is like a car. (laughs) Um, The Amphicar, so there's been a few amphibious vehicles. The Amphicar is the most popular, but only about 4,000 were ever produced. It's because it's a stupid idea to drive your car into a lake. <laughs> it is a dumb idea, but if you could solve that problem, it could be a great idea. No, so you didn't go ahead and look at like what we have now in that technology, have you? Well, there's like a lot of military vehicles. There's also a lot it. of fucking jackasses in the South that just <laughs> built fucking like yeah. uh, verse amphibious stuff. They, I think, I want to say in the 80s, started building uh, fiberglass attachments. So you could oh, like okay. turn your fucking jag into a banana boat or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like body model kits that <laughs> pretty much just waterproofed your vehicle. One of the famous owners of the Amphicar. Is it fucking Adam West? Uh, close. It's a president that you named. <laughs> Johnson, Lyndon Johnson. I was going to say Adam West. Uh, there was also, you know, we were talking about a car, land and water. You also have the flying car. We have a few. There's a. Do you, do you know of some flying cars? I mean, I the hover car is technically a flying car, but there's like this weird current argument about there's a couple of planes that are being developed as self-driving cars that they're trying to get the AI for. So I've seen those self-driving cars that are planes. So basically, so the whole autonomous. fucking issue with like you know having your own personal plane in the first place is. No, like flying a plane is not easy. Right. So, like, they're trying to make all of the self driving car stuff for planes, but they're not waiting until the self driving car stuff is done. So, people have basically built like kind of human pod drones 
that they're loading stuff like the self-driving car stuff into to see if it works so like none of this shit is anywhere near uh like even having a prototype built but they're running it through fucking simulation so i've seen all of that shit there was an attempt at building a flying car in 1973 well they had worked on it earlier in the 70s but they had planned production for 74 they were testing it in 73 what's the fucking definition of a car because like plane like is that what's the difference between a plane and a flying car um i think it would be that it could both operate on land in a manageable way right because okay, a plane so can move around on land. a flying car because that in my head is a plane it's a car that can fly yeah it's more like a transition right like, yeah kind of like the amphibious car like you drive yeah, for it for some reason in my head i was water. just like that's just a plane man like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah because all like because planes, planes have drive. wheels yeah so uh this thing it was called the ave mizar and it was basically some engineers uh out in california henry smolinski and harold blake uh that were attempting to make it and their attempt was basically the combination of a Ford Pinto and a Cessna Skymaster. Oh, did they, are they the people who invented the light plane? Because that's what a fucking light plane is. <laughs> I mean, they literally like chopped up these two vehicles yeah. and just kind of spliced them together. So when we were in high school, you could buy the body to a light plane for $5,000. And I do not remember the make or model of the engine but there's a fucking uh, vw engine that they're like yeah you can just use this if you don't want to buy the actual plane engine for it <laughs> yeah vw is doing a lot of that stuff like with the bus and everything too well uh these guys tried to you know use their invention one of them actually died i was about to say <laughs> and they don't exist no more yeah henry smolinski um was attempting to pilot this craft i guess you could call it aircraft well if it was in the air <laughs> when it exploded we'll give them aircraft yeah um basically like it, it seemed like a faulty weld or something i don't know if this idea would have worked anyways or if they ever had success with it but the right wing started to detach from it at high speed um okay and- so it required it wasn't like a fixed wing situation well, or I no, think it, it was, was a fixed wing. It be. wasn't beat yet. There's also the um, Chrysler turbine. It was produced in 1963. It um, didn't have an internal combustion engine. It had turbines in it, <laughs> and because of that, it uh, it could stop. Well, it could run on anything, not anything, anything, but uh, like most liquids would work. So. You could put in, like, JP4 jet fuel or perfume, and it would work. (laughs) Well, just so long as it explodes. Theoretically, your car... You can theoretically run a bunch of vehicles that we have on whatever, so long as it explodes. It's just going to destroy the vehicle. Because, like, that's... You can't, like, just run straight ethanol, because it'll strip all of the oil out of your vehicle while you're doing it. Yeah, that's not a good idea. But it'll work for the amount of time that you do it for. Uh, I think this car is one of the most rare cars now. Um, they only produced 200 of them, and they didn't sell them. They gave them to families, uh, basically to test. 
so these were like targeted hand-picked families it wasn't just like random or something i think they're kind of like car enthusiasts so i guess it's estimated that only nine are still around today and of those nine only five are drivable so why didn't they work I think they probably did work. I think it was just well, too only much maintenance. Five of them are drivable and they're super rare, which is what I would expect <laughs> people to spend money on. Yeah, I mean that could just be like people didn't maintain them, they took them apart, you know, they parted them out, whatever. I don't know the whole story. I'm assuming it was just like hard to maintain, a huge safety risk. And then probably had really valuable parts, too. So if these people were picked because they were kind of car people, I could definitely see them just scrapping that thing. I just want a turbine. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be a car turbine. I mean, theoretically, I probably have a turbine somewhere. We all have turbines in theory. guy that invented cruise control his name is ralph titor he's actually a blind dude and uh he did it because he was annoyed at his lawyer did you do it because he was annoyed at his lawyer because his lawyer was an actual safety hazard (laughs) i guess a combination of the two um what he found was when he was driving with his lawyer or being a passenger when the lawyer was talking he would slow down And when he was listening, he would speed up. And the change in speed just really bothered him. Uh, So he was, John Titor was already an inventor. I can also see how if you... I'm sorry, Ralph Titor, not John Titor. I can also see how if you had heightened other senses, like going faster and slower (laughs) would really just kind of make you sick. Yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense. And exactly like you said, I think he was probably so sensitive to it um you ever seen the pope mobile i have seen the pope mobile (laughs) i do believe that every human being who has turned on their tv during february has seen the pope mobile is february a pope i feel like there's something that the pope does every february that's like a pope mobile extravaganza like, I think there's, like, a long line, and they're like, and the Pope Mobile turns the corner, and you see a bunch of people <laughs> throw rose petals at a fucking plexiglass box. Yeah, the uh, previous Pope Mobiles, or I guess most of them throughout history, are uh, Benz, like a Mercedes-Benz, the typically G-Class, but the Pope is actually supposed to get a new car this year. Oh, man, I can't think of anybody <laughs> I care less about getting a new car other than Jay-Z. Uh, it's going to be a Fisker. So I guess they worked. He's getting the... scissors? <laughs> Fisker? Or is he getting some shears? So Fisker is a high-end electric car. It's also a high-end shears company. <laughs> True. Um, the Fisker Ocean is what they're going to turn into the Pope Mobile. See, the Fisker Ocean also sounds like shears. Like it cuts as smooth as the ocean. It sounds like cat food to me. Fiskers? Fisker Ocean. (laughs) I think Fiskers might also be a fucking cat food. Yeah. Friskies is. Fancy Feast. Uh, Friskers? What'd you say? Friskies? (laughs) Friskies is for sure, because that's what the feral cats eat. So you don't want to talk about the Wienermobile? No. Okay. (laughs) Well, then that's it. Then that's 
Kinet, no wieners for no one. <laughs> um, you can get a hold of me at Jane Fritz, J A I N Fritz with an S on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I am VR Frittatas. And you can also follow the official UPP Twitter. And uh, UPP is also on Twitch. You can find us under the name UPP underscore Playa. P-L-A-Y-A. Also Spanish for beach. And, know that. <laughs> yeah. And if you like watching video games and you like Twitch, you can watch me and my wife stream as well. We are Andy Pants. Andy, A-N-D-E-E underscore pants you got anything else um i oh just if anybody knows any place local in phoenix that sells those like uh fix your pots with gold like i think it's got a name anyway to fix my (laughs) coffee mug because i broke my only mug and i don't want to buy a new mug but i will buy a little fucking fix my mug kit so if anybody knows where to get one of those so i don't have to give jeff bezos money please send me a message it's with gold it's i'll explain it after is it like the japanese it's the whole like fix your broken vase the little gold lines but, yeah I've so seen it's that. gold powder but. okay nice all right well thanks for listening yeah peace i'm pretty sure there's something about like florida that there's no real law on what a vehicle is <laughs> so people just do whatever the fuck they want. That's where all of the videos that I see people who have like attached a uh, like lazy boy to two hoverboards, like they're all just some dude in Florida. I mean, <laughs> is that can you count the structure of your intestines as a turbine? <laughs> the answer is no. In no way is that a turbine. <laughs>